All right, hey everyone, welcome back to Street Level Strategies. I am joined today by Bill McDonald, um, loan officer, branch manager from Van Dyke Mortgage. How are you doing today, Bill? I'm doing great, thank you. Awesome, well, super glad to have you here today. Why don't you start off by just doing a quick introduction to yourself? Uh, Bill McDonald in Crossfield, Tennessee. Uh, been in the mortgage business since 19, uh, 1999. And um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're doing pretty good business here in small town, Tennessee. And um, yeah, I've got a great team of uh, people that, that work behind me or with me rather, and uh, excited to, to, to come in every day and, and work with this wonderful bunch of people. And uh, any success that we've had is uh, placed upon their shoulders, obviously, if I was doing this by myself, any numbers that we would have would be greatly diminished. Yeah. Well, um, Bill, what's really cool is I think I met you about a year ago or so at your guys' sales rally. And what I thought was really interesting about you was um, you were on a panel talking a lot about how you've kind of transitioned to really focusing on VA loans um, and VA buyers. And so I'd love to talk if you just want to share a little bit about your um you know how you how you kind of got into that mode and why you got into that mode and what your you know strategy with with specific VA buyers what that, yeah. what that is what that looks like absolutely so it was about seven or eight years ago uh, went to a conference in Nashville and there was a group there military mortgage boot camp mm-hmm. and uh, it was led by a veteran but there was a lot of other people involved also and they just started talking about the need and telling some horror stories of uh about veterans that were working with loan officers who were not proficient in that space and uh the horror stories in fact one of those stories was a guy who was on the mountainside in afghanistan and his wife was trying to close back in the states drove cross country only to see the deal blow up because the loan officer didn't really know what he was doing and that struck a chord with me Uh, i had served in the national guard and uh, I saw a real need and I saw a real opportunity to uh, separate myself from the pack. So I uh, started going to the VA lender conferences, we started going to the MMVC military mortgage boot camp events that they put on. I uh, spent a lot of time myself uh, diving into the guidelines, looking at the questions online that other people was asking, making sure that I knew, knew the answer for those and uh, became very friendly with the people at our regional loan center and uh, just wanted to make sure that I knew the nuances and the exceptions and how to get deals done on VA loans. And just as importantly, to identify problems on the front end, if it's not going to be a VA deal, then let's know on the front end before we get people's hopes up and they start spending money on appraisals and moving trucks and everything associated with that. So uh, that's really been my focus um, here as of late. And uh, real funny, I remember uh, early on in my career, I would refer VA loans out because I didn't know (laughs) anything about them. And I knew that they were difficult and I know that that's the reputation that they have, but uh, it's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever studied for a test and studied for hours and hours and hours and someone asked me about it. It was an easy test. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have studied so much. Well, it's easy when you know the answers. Yeah. So uh, we don't refer VA loans out anymore. Yeah. It's super cool. Um, I love, I mean, that's just a really cool story. I think that it's cool to see a need, um, and then also you taking it upon yourself to A, that's what's going to set you apart, right? Is that you can say confidently that you know how to serve these these people um, with a purpose, right? Like that also gives you a, a great purpose in, in your work, right? Um, but also you took it upon yourself to really start to build your knowledge of this of this product and, and how you can be that 
that advisor for people so that they can trust you and that they come back to you? Um, and how much of your business would you say is VA loans? I think about 25 to 35%, which uh, I've looked it up on multiple occasions and multiple different formats and roughly about 7% is the number I come up with seven or 8% of all loans or VA loans. And uh, what we've noticed is that a lot of times people will call us when they've got a VA loan or a VA problem file. And uh, after working with us, we wind up working with them uh, on other loans too. So initially our goal was to increase and make the vast majority of our loans being VA loans. Uh, But the reality of that is we would have to turn business away for that to be, for that to be the case, because every time that we work with an agent uh, and we get the opportunity to build that relationship and let them see how we work with them and their clients, then oftentimes we get the opportunity to work with them on other files as well. Yeah, for sure. Cause you're building trust with that client. Um, right. Um, okay. And what is your process? So do you have, I assume that you do a lot of, you know, whether it's getting in front of different, uh, groups of clients or you're doing VA seminars, do you have a affiliate folks that you go to, that you meet with, that you, how are you sharing the word about, you know, I've been to a few real estate offices and uh, taught classes in those offices here, here locally. The, the vast majority of what we do right now is focusing on social media and getting the message out that way. And we're having agents as well as consumers reach out to us uh, with questions. So oftentimes uh, what we do, if we're dealing with the question and it comes up during the day, then that becomes a topic for a video. Yeah. The, the idea being that if one person has the question, then someone else out there is going to have a question as well. It's funny. uh, I posted something recently and an agent uh, over the weekend reached out and said, Hey, can you make this shareable? Because this just came up in our local uh, real estate group. And I forget whether it was association or whatever, but it was a local real estate group. And they said, this question came up and this would answer the question that was posed. And so uh, we're starting to see some traction Mm -hmm. that way. Yeah. So leveraging, leaning into social media to be that educational Absolutely. Wow. That's really cool. Um, all right. And so day to day, what is day to day your technology stack look like? What are those things that you're like, Hey, if I didn't have these, these pieces of technology, I wouldn't be able to function. Bomb bomb is a key component to that. Uh, obviously total expert is uh, key in getting those bomb bomb videos out and distributed, uh, not only to uh, our current clients or current leads, real estate agents. And so we've really leveraged the, the, the power of total expert, uh, along with bomb bomb to be able to get our message out to, you know, our past database as, as well yeah. as current and as well as real estate agents. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I've heard when we were talking earlier, you use leverage a lot of, um, you segment your database using, you know, contact lists, and then you'll right. fire out, um, an educational video to, uh, your your past database, your agents, your, you know, whoever it may be, but you really leverage video. And I assume that you've seen success in doing that. What does that look like from for, from your past clients to your agents? What is, what is the overwhelming uh, receipt? We, I don't know that we built business from, from the videos just yet, but we're def- definitely starting to build recognition yeah. And uh, I, I think that that communication, you know, a lot of times people re- reply back to us. You, you know that recently we, we got involved with the journeys in total expert for in processing. And so people are responding to those enjoying, I think, and appreciating getting a human touch because yeah. obviously those videos are 
done in such a way to feel like it's a message directly to them. It's not edited. It's just a raw video of me speaking, mm-hmm. uh, much like a text message or uh, yeah. an email. But it's going to have a lot more feeling and a lot more emotion and a lot more connection with the uh, with the consumer that way, as opposed to just just a written word. So uh, I think we've had good luck with that. Also, the uh, just another use case for you. You mentioned seg- segmenting our database. All of our veteran buyers just recently, the VA put out an email. Hey, what can you expect if the government shuts down? And so we took that and put that into uh, a graphic that we created and then sent that sent that out to all of our previous veteran buyers. And uh, I, I think that was appreciated by them. And I know for us, if, if there's something that a way that we can segment our group so that we're putting information out in their hands that applies to them and it doesn't feel spammy. So we definitely don't want to do anything that is spammy. We're definitely all about education and try to put information in people's hands that would be of, or may be of benefit to them. Yeah, yeah, super cool to be able to easily say, hey, this is the group of past clients, whether that be your VA clients or whether that be just your broad, maybe it just be your agents or your broad database, being able to say, hey, this happened or this is something that could potentially happen and you being able to position yourself as that educator, that strategic advisor for them, and easily push out, record a video in less than five minutes, click the group, and shoot out a video to that group of clients. I mean, how cool. And also, it is. It's that human-to-human interaction of like, hey, this isn't a spammy email that I'm getting from Bill. It's his face. And he took the time to record this video and share it out to me because he cares. And you can do a timely message. You know, that one was... That's what I really appreciated about that message. It was very timely. So I can only imagine how the veterans who received that, maybe they're dependent upon VA services and uh, they had some questions or concerns of what's going to happen to my service in in light of the shutdown. And, you know, the message that we were able to put out to them answered those questions. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Um, Another thing that I remember you talking about, um, I'm hoping this is, I remember this, is that you leverage um, you look at email opens, right? And you're looking at who is opening my emails and who is interacting. And that is, am I remembering yes, that? Yes. Do you want to explain a little bit about why and what that looks like? Like, is that a daily? Is that a weekly? Why are you doing that? Success that you've seen with that? I've got to be honest. I've got some help with that. I've got- um, Oh, it's great. We love help. I've got a marketing specialist that digs into that and helps me yeah. generate lists of people uh, that we need to reach out to just recently. We, we paid attention to or looked into who was opening our cash out refinance yeah. journey and the people that were opening all of those uh, or the majority of those messages yeah. are really good people for us to reach out to. So yeah. I think that the people that are opening your your emails, whatever journey it may be, that's a good way to segment your list and prioritize the people that you want to make a phone call too. So if we're sending out emails to a number of different agents and each week we see this list of 10, 20 agents, which we have, then that's a good list to pick up the phone and just start trying to build some relationship with yeah. because they've seen the messages, they've seen the videos and uh, it's not as such a, a cold call at that point. Yeah. But what a good best practice, even if you do leverage a team, that's, we love help and that's awesome. Right. Team, right? Um, that's, that's the goal, right? But even if you don't being able to go in there easily, see, Who's opening my emails? Um, if you if there is a campaign that was just pushed out, right? You're saying your example of your cash out refi one. If people are clicking on them, then they're probably interested. And how about if they get a call from the actual 
loan officer saying, hey, do you have any additional questions? Uh, because I'm sure that if I got a call um, and if I was opening emails and then I got a call, I'd probably have some questions, even if it was just educational or wanting to know more about what that looks like or what my opportunities would be. Or maybe it just prompts another any other question. It doesn't have to be specifically around that, right? But being able to say, hey, this loan officer took the time to call me and, you know, Wondering. And it gives you some insight into their thought process based yeah. on how they interact with the with the messaging that goes out to them. And so we're just now starting to have some conversations about expanding that and yeah. uh, having different options for people to click on inside the uh, email. And depending on what they click on, throws them into another journey and basically building a yeah. funnel uh, in that fashion. Exactly. Yep. And whoever, if they click on this link, then maybe they need a little bit deeper of connection or maybe it's right. a, okay, a direct touch point from you, Bill. Right. But being able to dynamically say, based on this person's interaction with my message, how can we get more tailored? Or what does that message need to look like? Is it a direct call? Is it another you know, little educational content? What does that look like? That's a, a great, great way of thinking. Yeah, we, we're enjoying it and, and we're having some good conversations and fun conversations about yeah. Uh, how we can leverage that and uh, see some more results from it. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, this has been super great, Bill. I appreciate you taking the time just to chat a little bit about, you know, how you're using the platform. Um, and I guess I just kind of end on this of, you know, what is these next couple months? What are you, what are you focused on? Like, are there any key things that you are focused on and honing in on as we kind of look towards these next couple months in the industry? I think primarily for us, it's a matter of keep on keeping on. Yep. Uh, we've had a focus for uh, a, a while now being high touch, yep. uh, highly available uh, on the weekends, after hours, and just setting ourselves apart. And I think Saturday I was in the office and I put out a couple of uh, emails. and I mean, I put a couple of uh, pre-approval letters out and was able to go on social media. And uh, at the end, of, it was like 6.30, 7 o'clock, something like that when I finished and was just able to post that we did that. And obviously there's you know, there's loan officers out there that don't do that. Yeah. And I think maybe you're seeing more now, yeah. uh, but uh, we just want to separate ourselves from, from the pack in, in terms of making sure that we're available uh, yeah. we, to answer questions. And yeah. uh, really, I don't know that we're doing a whole lot different than what we've done before, other than maybe being a little bit more conscientious and making sure that we're doing the things that we know that we do. Sometimes you can get lax and sometimes yeah. you can get a little bit lazy. And we're making sure that we're not doing that right now, returning yeah, but, uh, phone calls well, as quickly as possible. The, uh, yep. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I love the idea of, of, tell, of telling people and being, hey, what is going to separate yourself from the pack, right? What is that thing that's going to make you make you look different, right? And so you're leaning into that and not saying, hey, this is the time to diamond. Absolutely. And one of the things that I learned from Carl White was, you know, you've got to be cool in the way that you brag on yourself. You know, nobody yeah. likes an arrogant jerk, but at the same time, if you don't let people know what you're doing and uh, the value of working with you, then how do you expect them yeah. uh, expect them to know? So there, there's a there's a balance there oh, that I hope that we uh, found a little bit of uh, a little bit of connection with. Yeah, yeah, and I think that there's a there's a good there's a way to do it, right? Right. So it's a way to be humble, but also share your expertise and let people know you care. Absolutely. So, all right, Bill. Well, it's been awesome to talk to you. Um, I hope you have a great rest of the day, and just thanks for being on and, uh, and chat with me a little bit. All right. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thanks, Bill.